When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi there, so you're listening to the In Reality Mirror podcast. We've got the great Christopher Biggins here with us today. He's going to be spilling the beans on all our favourite shows. How are you feeling, Chris? Very good indeed, thank you. <laughs> Lovely. So, obviously, you were an I'm, you won I'm a Celebrity. I did. I'm a, a past king of the jungle. You are indeed. And so there have been loads of reports saying that the actual set is fake and that the waterfall switches on and off at certain times. Did you see anything like that? No, the, uh, the set is definitely not fake. I mean, it is without doubt very, very real. I mean, uh, what you see is what you get. There's no taking us away at nights to luxury hotels. There's no feeding us uh, extra food. Um, if you don't earn the food, you get nothing. So it is as you see it. The biggest thing about the jungle is the boredom. Because you see one hour of 24 hours and the rest of it is n- we do nothing. And all you have to do is you, you, there's nothing to read, nothing to watch, nothing to listen to. Uh, only the people you can talk to are your fellow contestants. So it is very, very boring. And you wow. tend to go on to another level with it, uh, which enables you, I think, you you go on to a a sort of um, mystic level, which enables you to do the things which you didn't think you would be able to do. Ah, right, is that in terms of the really disgusting challenges? Exactly, exactly. And of course, they're getting more and more disgusting as the years go on. I mean, I'm pleased I did it 10 years ago, because it was bad enough then, but now it's pretty grim. What was the most challenging thing you had to do? Well, I think there were several things that I they had to do. The eating was uh, one of the, the, the worst things I had to do because I had a live witchetty grub, oh, which was about eight inches yuck. long, and it was wriggling, and I had to eat that. And you're told by... If you listen to Dr. Bob, who is fantastic, and you, never, you see him occasionally, but he tells you everything, but you have to eat the whole of the live witchetty grab, but you mustn't eat the head. Oh. So you have to bite it off before the head. <laughs> oh my and God. then I had three um, uh, um, uh, um, cockroaches, and as I bit into one, the other two were running around in my mouth. Yuck. Oh, and then I had to eat disgusting. an inch around a uh, kangaroo's, uh, a, a crocodile's hand. And that's the first time I gagged, um, oh. which was awful. And then I had the a famous kangaroo's penis. <laughs> and as I said at the time, I'd had worse things in my mouth. <laughs> and then uh, the kangaroo's bollock, which as I bit into there was a pop and all this liquid erupted. And then you have to eat all of that and chew the sack. Oh. And then six months later, <laughs> nine months later, I gave birth to a joey. So um, <laughs> it, it, but it was... It was quite something that. Yuck, and what did that taste like? Yeah, I, it was disgusting. I mean, it was just awful. But nowadays, they, they what they ask them to do, especially, I mean, nothing is going to kill you. And when I went back a year later, I, I, I went back to make a documentary on the whole making of the programme, and it's fascinating. But there is a man who has a corner of the estate where they work on 
Well, and all he does is breed the animals that you have to eat. Really? So they're that's, all that's bred specially, yeah. And like there's no, the rats are bred, I mean, they're not like ordinary rats. They're sort of good rats because so they don't want it ridden. exactly yeah. they don't want anyone to die yeah you know i mean people get bitten by the ants and the, you know but it's nothing serious you know right. but it's the thought more than anything oh what a fate for the insects as well i know poor <laughs> things absolutely. absolutely i did not know that they were uh, so are there any other sort of camp secrets the inner workings well there are like 500 um people work on the show which is amazing there are 150 cameras there literally is nowhere, the only place you can go and do something without being seen is the dunny. And the right. dunny is the last place in the world you want to go, even to go for a, a poo or a pee. It's is so it disgusting. Is it a long drop? A long drop, so you know where you, it's just like a hole. It's a hole and it goes into a bucket, which that's the other thing, you have to change the bucket every day. Oh, yeah. So two of you have to oh. go down and quickly put a top on it. Because it's, it's, and it's very heavy because, you know, 10 people's pee and poo. Oh, um, as, it, as the show goes on, it gets less and less because people aren't, you know, creating <laughs> many poo because they're not eating very much, you know. That's true. How long did you go without food for in there? Three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah. But I, I sort of prepared myself because they'd always, uh, I was always a favourite for the boys to be in it. And um, so I, I knew about it in, in February because I usually do pantomime. So I went on a diet and I gave up alcohol about four months beforehand. So I prepared oh, really? myself. Right. Okay. I think this new series, I'm really pleased that Ant and Deck are back together because Ant's not been very well, but I, he's being brilliant. And the two of them, that, they're the secret of the show. I mean, they're they are absolutely wonderful. And also this season, I think, is interesting. I didn't know anybody out of the ten people except for two, and that was Fizz who is um, um, J- uh, Jenny McAlpine, and also Stanley Johnson, who I think is, fa- I think both of them are fabulous, but I think Stanley is a, a joy to behold. I mean, I think he could be a contender to win. He's becoming a fast favourite. And he what really do you is. think Boris thinks? <laughs> I think that, I don't know what Boris, if I was watching a little bit of the, uh, today, the, the, the you know, the um, budget, and Boris was sitting there, and I thought, I wonder if he thinks to himself, what my father's doing, does this look good? Here I am sitting on the front bench. But listen, you know, you, you have to go with it. I mean, it's very interesting. And I think another politician is going in tonight, a Scottish yes. politician. Yes. Once again, Casey somebody Dugdale. I've never heard. Who? Casey Dugdale. Yes, I've never heard of her. Uh, but I, I, interesting to see how that goes down. So you were in the jungles with the um, infamous Katie Hopkins I was with Katie Hopkins, who I adore, uh-huh. and when she uh, left, I think she was third to leave, or second to leave, I cried, uh-huh. because I really got on well with her, and she's still a good friend of mine, I mean, I think she's fantastic, and I think, you know, the job she does is absolutely spot on, I mean, she obviously upsets a lot of people, but I think that's what she's there for, Yes. Yeah. and she also believes a lot of what she says, Yeah. You know, and it also everything she says is almost things that we think about and not are afraid to say. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think she's wonderful. I also had the horrible Janice Dickinson, the American model who was just, oh man, uh, who was just hideous and didn't do anything and was not very nice. And it was between her and myself in the final. And I was convinced she was going to win as she was convinced she was going to win. So it was a very big surprise when I won and she didn't. 
Oh, so how was that, sort of being in the camp and there's just the two of you left and you don't particularly like one another? Well, I mean, you sort of put up with it because, you know, we were coming to an end and it was, you know, we got rid of everybody. So, you know, it was a fait accompli and she was quite pleasant towards the end. It was Uh, during and then afterwards. She, She was so horrible. Right. And so I presume you've heard about Jack Maynard's departure today. Yes, I mean, I think there has to be more to the story than we're given, because it's something he did ten years ago, he wrote about, is it ten years? Yeah, On his I think blog? the tweets were or from tweets? 2012, yeah. 2012, so yeah. that's five years ago. Yeah. You know, people do things, and I, I suppose, they, they, was it your paper that brought it up? Yes. It was? <laughs> Well, you know, you, you should always be wary because there are things, you know, if you, if you do have a blog and you tweet like he does, you know, you've got to be very careful. I don't really know. Um, I think it was anti-Semitic and some sexual stuff, was it? Yes. Homophobic? Yes. Yeah. Um, but I think there must be a lot more coming out, which I think he has to cope with. But it's always uh, sad when someone has to leave the show. Absolutely. How do you think that will have affected people in the camp? Well, I think they'd have been, you see, I don't, it's interesting whether they were told. Yes. Um, and whether that would come out in tonight's episode. Well, because, you know, there was nothing mentioned yesterday from the cast. Of course, you know, you're completely, when you're in a show like that, any reality TV show, you're in the hands of the editors. So you don't know what's, what's going on or what's happening. So I presume they must have been told something. Yeah. I mean, it's like, for instance, you know, you, the one thing about doing something like I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, you have no idea what's going on in the outside world. <laughs> you don't know who's died. You don't know who's, you know, what, what tragedy has happened. You don't know anything until yeah. you get out. So it's all a big surprise. Yeah. Well, something similar happened to you in Celebrity Big Brother, didn't it? They, it did. Mm-hmm. And that was, the, you know, having... One, um, the um, celebrity get, uh, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. I was on a high, and I'm still on a high. People still remember it. And then the Big Brother was the most terrible, depressing thing. And it was awful what they did, because it was nothing I'd said, nothing that I, um, I wouldn't say again. It was just they wanted me out. They didn't want right. me to win, and they wanted uh, this awful boy to win. So, uh, But I'm pleased to say I got over that, and it's, uh, it's all steam ahead. Good, excellent. Um, and so, do you know anything about the celebs not getting paid if they don't stay for at least three days? Yeah, I think it's. I think it is. Uh, it is. It is known you, that that's exactly what happens. You don't get paid. So, um, I, I don't think he would have got. Jack would have got paid uh, because it's. You know, but I think it's even longer. I think, funny enough, um, the the amount of time you're in there if you're if you're actually sacked. Or you get, probably, if you're three days, you don't get anything. But if you go on a little bit longer, you get a percentage of what you... Uh... Yeah, yeah, because when Gemma Collins quit a few years ago, she came away with four grand, I think it was. That's right, yes. Yeah, but yes. she's rumoured to have signed on for 100,000. That's a quite a difference there. 100,000 for what? For If she'd complete the whole series. Oh, right, yeah, right, yes. Yeah. You know, you could, you, some of the figures they bandy around are, are really rubbish. And they're made up, I think, by artists' agents. Ah, okay. You know, you could, I would never believe anything that anybody ever says. I mean, you know, there was a rumour that um, uh, Katie um, Price got a, oh, uh, you yeah. know, she got a quarter of a million, which I don't believe at all. I mean, you know, it's all these figures are fabricated. 
with you. So, obviously, it's been a tricky year for Ant. Please see him back on the show then. Absolutely delighted. I mean, Ant and Dick are just brilliant. And Ant's, you know, had a, a, a few problems. And I think he's come back and they're joyous to watch. I mean, you know, I've laughed out loud in the last four nights or three nights, whatever it is, they've been really brilliant. Same. I just love the way they take the mick out of Amir Khan. Abs- oh, they're <laughs> so absolutely <good. laughs> wonderful. They are. They get it wonderfully right. And the, se- the secret of the success of the show uh, certainly isn't the celebrities, as you can tell by this year. I didn't know any of the celebrities except for the two I mentioned. So, you know, it, it is it is Ant and Dec's show, and they absolutely do it superbly. They really do. And do you watch Camp Extra at all? No, I don't watch Camp Extra because I don't, you know, it's enough time to watch the show. I don't want to find out other things about it. And uh, so, no, I, I never watch the Camp Extra. Because they've got Scarlett Moffat. She's presenting now. I think I she know. won last year. Yes, I know. Yeah. So, Strictly then, you did I'm a Celeb with Gemma Atkinson. Are you still buddies now? Well, funnily enough, I tried to get hold of her the other day and the number I've got for her doesn't work. Or she's obviously changed her telephone number from 10 years ago. But I do love Gemma, and Gemma and Joe, who was also in the jungle when I was there, who was the, with the pop group Five, they, we were talking in there, because of course that's the only thing you do is talk, and they'd never been to the theatre. Oh. And so I took them to see a play when we got back, and Gemma was wonderful. She sat there and she said, can they see us? <laughs> and I said, yes, they can see us. And so she was absolutely enthralled. She's terrific, and I think she's being so good in uh, Strictly Come Dancing. I mean, she improves every week, and she's she's going to be in the final three, I think. I mean, she's really come on remarkably. Yeah. Who do you think will be in the final three with her, then? Well, I hope that uh, Debbie will be there, yeah. because I think Debbie is just wonderful. I was really shocked when she was in the last two last week. Um, and uh, I think she's fantastic. Uh, who else do I think... Um, so we've got Molly King left, Alexandra Burke. Um, that's pretty much it now. Susan Callan and Davood from EastEnders. Yes, I yeah, I, I think that he probably Davood from EastEnders will get through to the final. Yeah. I think um, they, they they they're all pretty good. I mean, I think that it it is a. To say that it's fixed is, of course, is rubbish. But I think they control it. There's a control somewhere along the line. And I'd like to see the actual figures of the audience uh, phone-ins, you know, to see how many they actually do get, the votes they do get. I'm sure it's all about board. <laughs> you never know. There could be something there. But it's, it's, it's very good. It's a wonderful show. I've been asked to do it a few times, and I, I couldn't do it because it's too difficult for me. And the only way I could do... Uh, Strictly Come Dancing, if, if I was partnered by a JCB digger, <laughs> yellow, and I could wear yellow, and that's the only way we could do it, because then, you know, I, if I got down on my knees, I couldn't get up again. <laughs> it's very energetic. And also, it's hard work, you know, they have to, I talked to Suzanne this morning, who, from uh, Good Morning Britain, Oh yeah. and yeah. she was saying, she loved it, she said it was tough, she didn't realise when she accepted it, how tough it was going to be. And I think that's the problem. People yeah. accept these things and you don't realise there's a lot of rehearsing goes in. A lot of time is consumed by trying to get it right. Absolutely. And what do you think of the judging panel this year? Well, I think they're all brilliant. I love Darcy. Um, I love Bruno. 
Uh, Craig, I think, is, is the best judge because I think he's, he's tough, but I think he's right in what he says. And I think the new judge is great. I met her the other night at a charity yeah. lunch and she was, uh, she was great. I liked her enormously. Lovely. So on to Dancing on Ice, you were a judge, weren't you? On the I 2007 was, tour. That's right, I did. I was a judge and I loved it. What do you think it is about that show that makes it so special? Well, because it's so bloody difficult. I mean, honestly, it is impossible. When I did it, uh, one, uh, we were somewhere, Birmingham, I think, and Jane uh, managed to catch her thumb in the back of Chris's belt and the thumb went right back on itself. Oh. So there's the best, the, oh. the, the most professional, the prettiest couple in the business. And every night, uh, Chris used to get into a dustbin of ice-cold water. Really? Because they, they have, their body is traumatised by the, by the skating. That is something I don't know how the celebrities even think about no. doing it because it is so difficult. And it's so beautiful to watch, though. Oh, it is. If you beautiful. watch Toll and Dean, they're yes. wonderful. <laughs> you know, but, um, you know, I mean, it is amazing. And some of the celebrities, you know, Bonnie Langford was, Susanna Shaw, Bonnie Langford, um, a lot are absolutely brilliant. Yes, it's quite a good lineup this year. Is it? Yeah, Who's in it? Um, Candice Brown from Great British Bake Off. There's oh, Donna right. Eyre. Yes. James Middleton's girlfriend. Um, Anthony Cotton from Corrie. Right. Oh, yes, of course. He's yeah, yeah, I bet he he's doing great. it. Yes. Yeah, and also Brooke Vincent from Corrie. Right. So, yeah, it should be good. Yeah, they're no, very good. I mean, I take my hat off to them because it's the most difficult of all the reality TV shows, without a doubt. I can imagine. And then we've got The X Factor. Simon Cowell's back after his fall. Is he back? I'm afraid I don't watch The X Factor. I, you know, I sort of, there's enough to watch. I'm a much more of an American drama uh, watcher of Netflix and, and Sky Atlantic. And, you know, oh, so okay. I watch all things like that. But I have seen bits and pieces of it. I think it's, uh, I don't know, I think it's run its course a bit. I think it's, uh, it's not the exciting thing it used to be. No, no, that's true. So what have you been watching on Netflix then? Well, I, uh, my favourite thing on Netflix at the moment is called Designated Survivor. Oh, yeah. Which is a wonderful American uh, show about... Uh, this is a true thing. There is a Designated Survivor in America. I don't know whether we've got one here. It'd be interesting. But anyway, uh, Keith Sutherland plays this politician and he's demoted by Vice President... Uh, the, the president wants him out of the government, really. So he's going to move to Canada and he has to go back and tell his wife that he's going to move to Canada and be in, in the politics there, which is a real downer. And that afternoon, the Senate is completely blown up and the president and the vice president and 1,000 politicians die. And so who is the designated survivor? Keith Sutherland. So wow. Keith Sutherland, having been fired and sidestepped, becomes the president of the United States of America. And he has to find out why or how it was bombed, what happened. And the intrigue goes on. And we've gone through that. And now we're on to yeah. other things that are problematic in the, in the American government. That sounds fascinating. Oh, it really is. I love it. It's oh, fabulous. It? We've got The Crown coming up, which oh, I, I love adore. The Crown. No, it's some great it's stuff. And I think, you know, English... Drama is really high. I think there's some wonderful things on yeah. on the BBC and ITV. It's great. Obviously, we've had all this stuff with Kevin Spacey that's um, caused shockwaves, especially for Netflix. Yes, I know. But, of course, they weren't going to do another series. No. Uh, no. So I think Netflix are just getting in on the act. 
Yes, it's terrible. I mean, you know, it's a sort of witch hunt now. Um, and um, oh, so many terrible things have happened, but they've been, they've been happening for years and years and years. It should be no surprise to anybody. I mean, since, you know, forget movies, since the beginning of time, people have tried to get ahead by sleeping their way ahead. And uh, so, you know, it's a shock and there are some terrible things and stories coming out, but um, that's life. And so you're in Panto at the moment then. Have you started yet? I am. I'm starting on Monday um, and we start rehearsals and we're going to be at Richmond in Surrey, which is the most beautiful theatre. It means I live in Hackney, just down the road from you here, and I'll be able to commute. Is that cool? Yeah, very cool. So I shall uh, drive and be driven over in the morning and come back at night, stay in my own bed, which is fantastic because, of course, you know, when you do pantomime, you always stay in either a flat or a hotel away. And oh, right, uh, it, it's, okay. it's quite tricky. But I mean, I'm really looking forward. I did this pantomime at Richmond 10 years ago. So I'm really looking forward to doing it again. They're wonderful audience, wonderful theatre, and it's going to be great. Really nice. Who are you starring alongside this time? I've got Izzy Van Randwick, who is a great friend of mine, who is a wonderful singer, and also Count Arthur Strong, who is a brilliant, brilliant comic. And he's very, very funny indeed. He was London Palladium last year. So it's quite a, quite a royal cast this year because they've got... Count Arthur Strong, and they've also got Izzy Ranwadwick, who happens to be a countess. Yeah. So uh, it's uh, it, in real life. So it's a, a very royal show this year. And I'm, of course, a very good queen. <laughs> now, which reality star would you like to perform in a panto with? Which reality star? Now, can I have David Beckham? Was he a reality star? Not technically, but you can have him. Yeah, I think I think I always, whenever people say to me, "What would you like?" I I would I, I think I love David. I think David is a wonderful role model, um, and it's it's very interesting because I think his wife is rather a bore, Victoria, okay. and I'm not fond of her at all. However, I met her on Saturday night at a Eva Longani was giving an award oh, ceremony. Yeah, yeah. And I was there with my friend Joan Collins, Dame Joan Collins, who won an award. And Victoria came over and was enchanting. So I was completely won over. She left her brand new mobile at our table. So I went and took it back to her. And she was so thrilled. She kissed me and she said, I just have adored you all my life. And I've changed my mind completely now. And she smiles. Why she doesn't smile in real life, in, in rather... When she's on yeah, you know, yeah. television or on... Pre- I have no idea because she's gorgeous. So I've changed my mind. She now is my best, newest best friend. Oh, how fun. <laughs> Apparently she's really funny. Yeah, very life. funny. Yeah. Very funny. I love those two together. Yes. Oh, I mean, he's wonderful, I think. Not only is he sexy, but he's also a great role model. He is. They just seem like a really nice family. Don't yeah, they, they do. They do. I definitely watch a reality show with them. Yeah, so would I. That's a good idea. Perhaps they should do that. <laughs> Um, and so who do you think is in with a chance of winning this year's lineup of I'm the Celeb? Well, I think that uh, Jack, uh, not Jack, I think that uh, Stanley stands a very good chance. And I also think the young girl who is... who Tough, Georgia. Yeah, I think, she's, I think she's enchanting. Um, and she's really going for it. Tonight she has the eating sequence. Oh, have you seen the clip? I've seen oh. the clip. So I'm fascinated oh. to see what she does with that. But I think <laughs> she's just terrific. And I, I hope that she, you know, 
she continues to be as good and as nice as she has been. Yeah, she's become something of a surprise standout. I think she has. Yeah. I mean, of course, the end, at the moment, she's the only person, the only woman who's really been featured. Yes, that's so true. So it's early yeah. days yet. Yeah. The others have to come for and, and, and see what they do. But she's being absolutely brilliant. And I think tonight the eating will score her a lot of points. Definitely. I mean, Amir didn't even complete his trial, did he? Mm. Did, Amir didn't complete his trial, did he? Not the first one, no, but he did the second one, thank goodness. Yes, I know, he was absolutely petrified of everything. It was a very funny sequence. It was very funny. I mean, it is, you know, I remember being put into a, um, a glass container with um, a hundred spiders, you know, and then I was, I was put under in an underground dungeon with Anna Ryder Richardson, and we spent... Uh, 14 hours in there with 200 rats and so that was pretty was that the challenge to actually be in there for 14 hours well as long as yes we stayed there for 14 hours and we managed to get breakfast for everybody but it was and there's there is possibly one of the funniest sequences ever where a rat gets on me because we've managed to fall asleep on these hammocks and i i thought it was something else my water bottle so i'm sort of cuddling this rat and then I meant eventually I throw it off, and it is a really funny sequence. Oh. It's great. Well, thank you so much for coming in today. You're off to the theatre this evening. I am. I'm really looking forward. It's opening night of a new musical, so I'm looking forward to it. Oh, yeah, it should be lovely. Um, yeah, we'll hopefully speak again soon. Thank you. Very thank nice you. to speak to you.